Yo Yo, Eric, get that spotlight. Get it on, baby. Man, it's already on. Get it on. on. It's on. The spotlight wasn't on you last week. You know, at that wedding, drinking it up. Like a lush. Didn't I do a spotlight last week? No. Yeah. You weren't on the spotlight. But we did say we did the spotlight earlier. You had gone more than a week of recording. Like, oh, no. I'm telling you. Like last night when we did the Pop Culture Podcast, I'm like, that was six days. I think that's the longest it's been in like two years or so that I've gone without podcasting. Right. And I'm like, I went in scared. I'm like, I think I forgot how you to thought, do it. You forgot. You, you lost your mojo. Oh, Eric. I got my mojo you lost back. Your mojo. Yeah, you can. Hey, how about this? How Did you get it back? What, are you pretentious now? You, oh, there Boosh. he is. There oh, he there is, the go. performer. Boosh. Eric Shea, performing. He's performing in his greatest role himself. Ah, the best role ever. The best the best role ever, indeed. But here we are. Here we are, Eric. We're in a, a heavy metal week uh, because on our Patreon account, which I'll just throw that out there. You oh. can go to our Patreon account at uh, patreon.com oh slash weirdscience. We did have the exclusive Patreon spotlight picked by the badasses of the Get boop, Fresh boop. crew. Boop, and that is on Batman the Red Death number one uh, for our regular uh, filthy casual spotlight, Eric. We are going to be dealing with the Gotham Resistance Part 2, which, sure. of course, is Nightwing. Electric Boogaloo. The, the Nightwing tie-in. Winner is here, Eric. Why would they put that? Why, why even go Because there? people it, love that Game of Thrones. It, it made me fucking roll my eyes. And really, and then I'm like, okay, I don't like the winners here, but God damn it, dick with that goddamn beard. I want it, Eric. I love it. On that I'm telling cover. you. They got that freaking uh, the Nightwing cold armor or whatever they want to yeah, call it. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, it looks badass. Him growing yeah. that beard. You know, this is the Nightwing I could deal with for a while now. Fuck if we kept yeah. this shit going, I'm like, he looks great. Yeah, he looks really good there, uh, at least on the cover, especially on the cover. But Especially uh, on the cover. This is going to be the second, as we said, the second part of the Gotham Resistance. And if you listened to our podcast last week, I was talking with Chris about the first one, which was in Teen Titans. And I said after that that I was out. That yeah. I was out with these tie-ins. I will say before we go into this fully uh, for the little spotlight here, I'll tell you, as a tie-in, I think that this is garbage. Oh, it's <laughs> I the think worst. that it's ridiculous. But I'll tell you, I was so angry because, you know, with, with me going to that wedding and getting all my books done and you know, all your books done, you you filled in with the rest of everybody else like Reggie and Chris. Yes. I thought I like, you know, oh, I, I could skip some books this week. I don't have to read fucking Teen Titans this week. Yep. Going into this week of reviews, though, I'm like, I you have, have Nightwing. It's it, Gotham vs. Part 2. And I opened the book thinking to myself, maybe I could just jump into this and I don't have yeah. to go back. And then no, I'm like, you, fuck, you I have to go back. To. And then I had to go back you and read that. You did your due diligence. Sarah. That first issue is fucking garbage. It's garbage. Now, I'm telling you, this is where uh, – you want me to blow your mind, Eric? Should oh, I blow it, your please. mind right now? Usually when you have a tie-in, you, you, we will end up saying – both of us will say, and every podcaster and reviewer, one of the main things that they would say besides the cliche it's a roller coaster ride of emotions probably. Buy the ticket, but you only that, need to edge of the seat. Yeah, is that you would say, listen – as a you know, as a metal event book, it's okay. But people who are usual Nightwing readers may be upset that they're held hostage by this cross. Oh, definitely, it's something. This is uh, this is not this case here. This is a weird case where I really enjoyed this more as a Nightwing book than an actual metal tie-in. I think you even like That's it the more best as part that. of the book. Yes, you like it more as that than even me, and that is a very odd thing to ever have. 
that you have the tie-in be better served for people who are just Look, reading Nightwing up and till that's now. The, that's the thing is, I, I think I said it over and I didn't stop saying it in my review. It's that yes. the plot to the Gotham Resistance it's is nonsense. fucking bullshit. It's nonsense. But what we get through Nightwing's narration here opens up his series and everything we've dealt with since the new 52 even more than we thought possible. And yes. the entire in the metal, I'm like, this really just expanded the character and made him bigger than he was before and made him a part of this event. Like I didn't think he was going to be. So I'm like, Holy shit. How yeah. did this fucking tie and do this? And, when it's and, garbage. Well, and I'll tell you right away, if DC is listening, which they probably aren't, Eric, who wants to no. listen to me <laughs> and you, but if they are, uh, full kudos to them for getting the writers so far, the actual writers of the book. A lot of times these tie-ins are looked oh, yeah, at for the regular people. writer. Yeah, they'll just throw somebody in to give you – give the regular writer a break and they yeah. can rest up. But this is Tim Seeley and you know, and it's Paul Pelletier. So the art team, that's not as important. But the writer who knows the character and, – and even if you haven't enjoyed Nightwing and say, oh, Jim, well, you always say he doesn't know Nightwing. The problem is I – I have to go and accept it. This is Nightwing. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this continuity's Nightwing. Whether I've liked the Dr. Hurt stuff or whether I liked all this stuff, it is what it is. And Tim Seeley knows what he's written. He kind of remembers what he's written. But I'll give him kudos where you had metal actually have Scott Snyder tie into a lot of things from the New 52 that look like all of a sudden you are like an M. Night Shyamalan where it, oh, twists, what a twist. it, it twists it to say, oh my God, you know what that this has been set up for seven years uh tim seeley does that as well here uh and even namely, ties it back to yeah, the whole yeah. thing that like you know scott center is doing with metal and court yep. of the house yeah uh but yeah court obviously house. i don't want to add yeah, that thug yeah. don't get that one guy yell at you again yelling at you only yeah actually he was yelling a lot at me but when you go into <laughs> this yeah a lot of people who didn't read the new 52 i'm sure that some of this does go over their head but this does tie into a whole thing where i'll just explain right now for those who didn't read the new 52 during the new 52 uh it was pretty much spelled out that the court of owls era yeah. had dick grayson they had him picked to be the next talent, which was like their big enforcer, to the point where they have a tooth in him that had this Electrum uh, owl in this tooth. And this was all part of this whole deal of the Court of Owls and even continuing into Rebirth with what he dealt with at the beginning of the series. So with the Parliament going, of the Owls. Yeah, and, and like going that. in, it does tie in a lot of things and actually is one of those that makes you kind of like, okay, you know what? I didn't like a lot of the things Tim Seeley did with Nightwing in the rebirth up until now and he's leaving the book soon yeah. uh but he did a good job of tying it together for this so it, uh, it's I'll crazy give how this happened to me and the, my biggest complaint about everything that we've had with nightwing now besides for the bullshit because i still hate raptor but the yeah. thing that we had with dr hurt before that was months and months ago if they would have done that story arc a little bit closer to metal because back when that came out we knew nothing about what was going on with Metal, what it was going to be about, what it put, like anything about it. Yep. If that would have came out right before Metal started or as Metal was going on, it would have made – actually, I want right before Metal, yeah. it would have made a lot more sense to everything else. And I think it would have had – like, you know, I reviewed that book, that arc terribly because it, yeah. I thought it was bullshit. But it ties into this freaking uh, this event brilliantly now. And I'm like, you know what? God damn it. You want me to be actually He's like that arc you. and think that it was important. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Tell me about it, Eric. 
Nightwing number 29, written by Tim Seeley with art by Paul Pelletier, Andrew Hennessy, Andriano Lucas, a larger world's Dave and Troy. Ha <laughs> ha, larger world's <laughs> Dave and Troy. I want to see a oh, smaller Dave, world's Dave, Dave and, and Troy, Troy, the midgets. Dave and Troy together again, Eric. From Those guys, world. they're inseparable. They're from a larger world. What is that? I think they're the, and those, those are the letters? Are those the letters? These are the letters. What, what is going on with these letters? Troy. All of a sudden, it's not, you know, it, we did have a thing on our site where Pep Rousseau actually called us out at one point. Now, always, every year, oh, at yeah. the end of the year, we have our year-end award show. And I said, Pep Rousseau will always get my letter of the year, even if he doesn't do any work that whole year, because he made us. He actually forced us, shamed us, into putting <laughs> letters in our credits page, which they should be. They're part of the team. Uh, but what's going on with these guys that they have to be? You got Comic Crafts Jimmy. He's Comic over Crash there. Comic Crafts Jimmy. Uh, you have, is, you know, the, the Nate Pico's really a blam bot. about these the most is that you have these, you know, people who are working on this book and you want to give them credit. But now because they're part of a war- larger world or Comic Crafts, they don't yeah. get a last name anymore? Yeah, that, it, they're like Prince. It's this they Dave think that they're Prince now. I don't understand what they're getting to here. It's like they, we do the lettering, but that doesn't give us enough credit, so we're going to be wacko. At one point, this actually was a thing that we saw with some inkers. It goes in waves, right? We had Snakebite Cortez at one point where I think he might be a colorist, but I can't remember. But it was even that. Like you got all these crazy – just go with your name. Jesus Christ. You tell me Snakebite Cortez is real name isn't snake bite i'm telling you that that is what i think but i don't want to say it because he may come and slice my throat right now that's a badass name it's a badass name too it's a badass looking guy but what is it a larger world's tom and jerry what what is it it's a larger world's dave and troy dave and troy Dave and Troy just sitting there. They're in a larger world. They're in a larger I world. I wish I was in a larger world. expands because of their lettering. Apartment. So much nonsense. It's <laughs> so much nonsense. Go on. I didn't want to interrupt you. Gotham just Resistance so continues with this issue of Nightwing, where our heroes, Robin, Green Arrow, Harley Quinn, and Killer Croc, come across our title character in the second ring of Gotham, which is controlled by Mr. Freeze. After some battles and bickering, our heroes find an armory of the owls, or armory of owls, which oh. they use in, where they use its armor and weapons to fight off Freeze and his ice monsters before moving into the next ring controlled by Poison Ivy. Yes. Yeah, and, and basically... The whole set, I, I, you know, you have the Joker, or I always want to say it too. I, I don't think I can be the only one who says the Joker who laughs, especially when we have the Joker who doesn't laugh, and now we have the Batman who does laugh. Uh, he is the guy who's setting up all this, and I really want to know what his deal is because what is he getting at? Uh, if if they are, if he's actually trying to protect Challengers Mountain because you have these rings around. He basically is making everyone go there to fight their way through. Like any other time they could kind of – why not hide it somewhere, whatever you're doing or whatever. How do you but hide these, a mountain? What is he, I'm David saying not even the mountain because they've already been in the mountain. So if you're trying to protect that now, just don't even do anything. Nobody's going to go back there if you ask me. They've already been there. So now you set up these rings, which basically sets up the uh, fucking double dare course. To go to the goddamn Challenger's Mountain. Actually, they might as well have signs. Come here. But also, it's Legends of the Hidden Temple, Jim. Yeah, Come well, on. it would be more of that. But even so, I don't get the idea of why the Batman who laughs is in control of this. Why he has decided to give these cards out to, to these villains. Why there's rings of different villains. Only uh, That's only a hokey setup to make a goddamn fucking tie-ins. The biggest why of all... 
Why does the Batman who laughs have fucking magic wish-giving cards that allow this That's to happen? That's what I'm saying. Why like, does he have that? Issue, Why? It seems What's like he has plan? even more powers. I don't know what this and, character and is. And where, where you have it, if you sit there and think, okay, and you can only think that the Batman who laughs is doing this because of Barbados. He has told him, hey, do this, whatever. It makes, to me, these tie-ins already, after two tie-ins, the plan that's going on in these makes the overall idea of these bad guys uh, more of a joke. Like, yeah. they, this is their plan. Like, this is what they came out. That Barbados, he's been waiting and waiting to come into this world uh, through Bruce Wayne, the door. And then he comes out and tells the Batman or Laughs to go off with these magical cards hey, and give it I to got the rose. Magical metal playing cards. Give yeah. them to the worst hey, of the worst of this yeah. city. See what happens. And then I said on the Patreon podcast, because we did talk a little bit about this book as well, where I think that after the Batman or Laughs gives the, he gives these cards out, and he's like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to give this card to the Riddler. He is going to fuck with this world so bad this is going to be something that they're going to talk about for ages and all he does is make a mech suit and a, and a riddle that's all he did like they really are thinking small they're not thinking big well, here the they need some you, help these i just don't i can't wrap my head around yeah, these freaking yeah. magical metal freaking playing well, cards and, that yeah. grant wishes because, because they, like in the last issue it seemed like these are nth metal cards yeah, in your yeah. mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nth we metal cards. We have metal. You know, we, we've we've known a character, freaking Hulk Man, Hulk Woman. They yeah. they've been using nth metal for fucking decades upon decades. Well, where are the wishes? Why can't from? they fucking grant wishes with these yeah. goddamn wings of theirs? It also seems to me like okay, you have these rings going, and you really want to set this thing up. Uh, you should know a little more about what's going on. How about give a card to say the Joker if he's around? Say. Bane, say, and I think Bane will come up, but you're giving them to characters that it ends up being a joke. You have Mr. Freeze in this, who basically is just making a winter wonderland, is exactly. all he does. Why not keep them? Why isn't the Joker who, or the Batman who laughs, god damn it. The Joker the Batman, who laughs. I'm telling you, I went through a whole Patreon podcast without saying that. Now I'm, I'm all riled up here, but <laughs> why even give them to these guys? Why not keep them yourself and make your own hell? Because really, it even is spelled out here, I think, by Green Arrow. Like, oh, this is like Dante's Inferno. These are the rings of hell. They're not really hellish to me. No. And they really seem like and kind I, of I a good time. And I love it, too, because when you start this issue out, too, we see an Arkham and shit like that two days after Challenger Mountain, uh, Mountain appeared. And, like, you have no. the Batman who laughs, bringing everybody out of their cells and shit. And he gives a card to Mr. Freeze. I was like, you see Sumo in the freaking foreground. Yeah, of the Sumo's like, there. I'm not giving it to Sumo. I'm going to give it to Mr. Freeze. Yeah, nobody yeah, wants Mr. to give Freeze. anything to Sumo. Yeah, and then even his, he gives him the card and he says, "Take this card, and I will, I will give you the power to create whatever you desire." Why doesn't he desire the whole world to be a, a snowball? Why doesn't he I, desire? I would say more Nora. Why doesn't at points? Because the the other thing though is you're not giving us enough rules here. Because to me, Freeze gets it and he's like, "Huh, okay, I have this card. I'm gonna do even with the ring. He has a card." Why doesn't he wish that Nightwing's dead? Why doesn't know. he wish that, that, that Damien turns into a frog? I think he already used his wishes. It never says that you only have I, one. This is why I need to know It's like It's like the Batman the Red Death where they throw something at you, but they don't explain what's going on with it, like the whole freaking dark universe. Yeah. Like, why are you throwing these magical fucking wish-giving yeah, cards. cards out there? It seems but you're so not telling goofy. us what the limitations are or not, like, you know, how far you can take this goddamn thing because yeah. I can do anything I want within a ring. Even the idea of the rings. The rings just show up. And a, we're the rings just show up. Day. Never says, listen, I'm going to give you a kingdom, a kingdom of your choosing, a kingdom you could do 
whatever you want with. Uh, no, it's here's a card. You can do whatever you desire. What happens if he grabs this card and, and wishes that the Batman who laughs dies? Like it seems like there's no limitations. I whatever. Well, I hope hopefully the Justice League comes through on this. Gets some of them playing cards and wishes Barbados to be gone. Yeah, just wishes everything. Actually, to you know be what? Gone. I don't want that because that reminds me too much of Final Crisis, where the whole resolution was Superman built a wishing machine. Yeah, well, there, there you have it. Uh, but even so, there's Victor Freeze. He's there. He, you know, a smart fella. He's in God. He's in Arkham at this point. He's being broken out. He gets this card. Number one, like you said. Doesn't wish anything with Nora, as far as we no. can tell here, but also just wishes to have what I call a winter wonderland with ice golems to to seem to protect things. But yet that isn't spelled out. Never is there a point where the Batman who laughs says, listen, I'm going to give you this card. You're going to have a realm, a ring. Uh, we need to protect Challenger's Mountain. Don't even ask why or else you're going to get the card taken away. But anybody who comes into your realm, you must kill. Never says anything. Just gives no. him a card and goes off. And that's where we go. And, and it was set up from last issue of Teen Titans where you had Dick Grayson come running through. They thought it was Batman. Damien did. And uh, you see, no, I'm not your dad. I'm your brother. And he's being chased by an ice gum. So you have this, this battle going on in the present here of them fighting. And the weird thing, I'll tell you right now, Damien's dialogue is way off. It is way off, and it continues more of what I think Tim Seeley does not have a good grip on what Damien is. Because when Damien showed up earlier in Nightwing, it was continuously, you think you're better than me. You did oh, yeah. that. It is the generic Damien that we should be well past. I mean, he can do that in, say, the Teen Titans, maybe. He can throw shade in. in. But with Dick Grayson, this sort of thing it's maybe it's an undercurrent type deal but it's are you not saying it's a little too out. passe it, it, it's just cliche it, it's cliched <laughs> damien in with Seely is a caricature of himself and i saw people in the slack chat talking about hey i don't read any damien i i really don't but is this how he usually is because i hate his fucking guts and really even in the teen titans book he's and this is how he has been really portrayed lately in freaking super sons teen titans Anytime yeah super sons i think he, he's it's getting a little past that finally I hope yeah it's getting past that i didn't i haven't read this new issue yeah yet yeah this it week, is a little like, better it is like you know Every issue you get of Damien, though, he has to be this freaking same cliche character that yeah, has to be yeah. over the top and has to be the best. Which we got past that in the new fight. 52. Exactly. Then, then he died, and what happened, Eric? He came back with powers, and then the next thing you know, he's a dick again. But yeah, yeah, you have Mr. Freeze, and he's got these guys. They're fighting. You do have a narration from uh, uh, Dick talking about what's going on, about you know the uh, Challenger's Mountain showing up, Gotham City. He, he actually something drew him and the cut the the cut from that knife uh that deathwing cut him with kind of brought him to gotham when challenger's mountain when he said he could almost feel like a gravitational pull pulling him back to gotham and, and when right, does... right away that whole idea where you know we tie back to that dr hurt story where he like deathwing did cut him in the forehead with that freaking you know that yeah. I, I can't remember what it was called. It was the Infinity Blade. Or I think it was like the Infinity they call, Blade. They call I think it the Black it Blade called. in this issue. But yeah, like, I think it was the Infinity Blade. He got cut, and like it really bothered me during that arc because you know he got cut with this blade. And he's like, I can see you know multiverse versions of him, and versions of myself, yeah. and I'm like, well, it kind of seems more like. But he's like dark versions. I'm like, eh, yeah. it just kind of seems like different versions of you in the multiverse, and even future versions at times. Yeah. So. I never got a decent understanding of what the hell they were trying to do with that arc because none of it made sense for what they yeah, were telling and me. Here's the thing. I'll guarantee you right now, I would bet you know you a pizza tomorrow. 
Uh, I don't think that that was ever meant to tie into this metal story. I think that it was something they saw and said, you know what? This could tie into it. Well, I'll tell uh, you, I don't think the whole they were Barbados setting it up. Co- uh, connection to it. So, it, like, it kind of makes sense yeah, to I have just, it set I, up to yeah, that degree. Yeah, maybe. It just seems like if you were going to have that, like and you said, Dr. you would have had that right before was this. coming, and he was trying to prepare Nightwing yeah, yeah, for yeah. the coming of this thing. So, And it has to be metal from what we see here. But again, why would Dr. Hurt be on their side and not Barbados' side? Oh, I'm not saying he, want, that, he so. wanted Nightwing to become this dark version of himself, to, in my mind, to yeah. become this nightmare almost yeah, version of Batman. Yeah, but again, you say that, but Barbados coming has not nothing to do with Nightwing. That that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me at all because you had a prophecy that just dealt with Bruce Wayne. Everything else there's never been anything spelled out other than in that Nightwing book. Maybe, I maybe just we think don't things, know about more prophecies that are I, out there. Jim. I think things got crossed up and, and ended up, you know, tying in nicely. I, I could not say because I think that if they did do that, you're right that they would have put that right before. God that, that should I'm telling happened. you for so how long ago that, that was now it's ridiculous to me that that was set up without any kind of I don't think that that was much or he heard word of something. But even then, way back that was, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, as far as I was told uh, a couple weeks ago, all of uh, Metal wasn't even written yet. So who knows what's going on? And the way DC has been with not even being able to get the right thing. I mean, Tim Seeley setting up something that was going to happen, you know, a half a year later, but he can't even get the fucking villains right from goddamn Superwoman that came yeah. out the week before. You know what I mean? It just seems so crazy that that would have been a setup and not been closer, but it does set up and it no, does yeah, work out. Uh, and that's only- the thing is we find out now what he saw when he was cut by this black blade, as they put it here. Was this dark you know this dark multiverse yeah. aspects of, you know where he made mistakes and became this darker version of himself that freaking you know, Doctor Hurt wanted him to be and is yeah. driving him closer to freaking uh Challenger's Mountain. The one thing I don't understand though, he had to go to the Batcave to get his freaking you know his winter yeah. freaking suit his that Batman suit. made for him. Like, yeah. well, how does this work? Like. Where's the Batcave entrance in this ring? Because you didn't put this on beforehand and get it trapped in It seems like this that's because... what he's saying. Like, and then he just showed up in this. It doesn't make sense. Because but it's, it's okay. a Winter Wonderland because of this ring and who controls it. You know, yeah. he wouldn't go and do it beforehand because there was no point. No. And while they're doing this, they're fighting, and you do get uh, all the players involved. You have Harley and Croc, you have Green Arrow, and you have Damien. And Dick uses the whole deal where he's like, uh, he's setting up this ice monster to get run over by the automated train, the automated L train that runs rain or snow. And, and Croc is the one who sees. Croc suddenly, he, he can tell where the, the sun is, Eric, and he knows that the 515 is almost on. I actually thought to myself, okay, I get get the idea it's the automated l train they would have shut this thing down there's no way that this train is going through these these goddamn the, rings i'm saying does the l train just go around this one goddamn ring is that all it does like it doesn't like you no know, it, it must be but even so they would have shut it down they wouldn't just have it running through here because even at this the whole thing could get destroyed by this hitting this monster we don't know if there's a wall that you yeah, know this, intercepts this, things i say this whole progression though where it's like Hey guys, lead him this way. I, like I look, like the sun sets around five fifteen. I get what you're saying, I kid. Get and it. like this whole progression, I'm like, how the fuck did you leap to this goddamn conclusion? Yeah, like, by dr- bring him over here. The sun, by the look of the sun, it's five fifteen. Like, like this whole thing, like he's I don't want wise, you. you know this whole goddamn like progressing through the ring. It is such bullshit. Is like this is the entire issue. It's the worst thing about it. I'm saying you could tell me like if this was just this. 
This is yeah. easily like a four out of ten or some yeah, shit it's, like it's that. Because this whole idea of what the Gotham Resistance is, I think it's nonsense. And yeah, us just going through these rings collecting new people for the Gotham Resistance while we take on a new baddie. I'm like, this is such generic goddamn bullshit. It is. I don't And, and in the meantime, you have Damien who's like, hey, when you said you were going to take care of something, how dare you search for my father without me? And it's that over the top. Yeah. And like, and then you have Oliver there. And Oliver actually – and I like Oliver with, with Dick. You don't see them together that no, often. No, it's a cool so pair. I like that. But you also have Harley throwing out Dungeons and Dragons freaking you know, references where she's like hey he rolled a natural 20 and then wow. there's oliver hey i'm gonna pretend i didn't get that reference i'm like really here we go <laughs> and i love dnd i'm like oh my goodness gracious uh but yeah you just go and, and you're gonna go but yeah all of a sudden then there's damien and dick and dick is talking about hey you know what this cut this cut that i had which damien knows all about he was oh, there. Yeah, he was there he said listen when the challenges mountain came that's what happened when we left the Justice League in the Amazon. So that ties into metal number two. Uh, it's what drew me here toward the mountain. It's been getting worse. So as he goes, it's getting worse. Uh, but then all of a sudden he says, it's getting worse. The longer I follow that and this metal ball shoots out of the ice. And I had no idea what is going on. We didn't have a setup of this in the team. No, Titans wasn't in the last ball. issue at all. No. And, like You don't get anything of it really in this issue except for that it collects me. Mr. Freeze's card at the end. Well, at the end, but at this point, I get the idea that that Dick kind of says that this cut is drawing him towards that also, but there's really no reason to be following this ball. You don't know no. what's going on. And finally, they do. Green Arrow says, what if it's leading us into a trap? And then yeah. that's where Dick's like, worse than a frozen city populated by monsters. And I'm like, now you're getting Possibly. like, yeah, yeah. And th that's, to me, that's kind of lazy writing then. It's just a setup to follow this ball that obviously down the line must be something important. But at this point, you're just like, what's going on? Right and now it's a phantasm ball in my mind. One of the spheres that go through and just drill into your head. what it looks head. like. But in, in the meantime, you still have... Damien just screaming because that's when Oliver's like, hey, and it's funny, he just says this out loud so everybody can hear. He's like, hey, it'll be good having you around, an adult around, Nightwing. And then there's Harley. What do you mean? Hey! And then da Damien, because Dick says, thanks for keeping an eye on Robin. And yeah, Damien may get mad at that a little, but no, it's it's too over the top with, what? You're taking his side against your own family? If everyone is going to ally themselves against me, I might as well have stayed with the Teen Titans. I'm like, no, make Damien a good character because Please. he can be. He is a character. Why? Where he's good is not the make him a dick. Where he's good is he's a young guy who just thinks that he's, you know, a, a kick-ass hero and oh, will yeah. do whatever it takes to get things done. You don't have to have him be a dick throughout, though. And that's where we go. And that is just a lead-in to show you, you know, you have to show Titans the Teen Titans and the Suicide the, Squad. The outside ring saving yeah. people in Gotham. And that's all it is. It's just there just to say, hey, we didn't forget about them. It is nonsense. You you don't really even need this. And then the, the whole scene is basically the Teen Titans trying to, you know, get these people from stop rioting around these rings and things like that. Uh, and then the the uh, Suicide Squad comes up and Enchantress scares them all away with making like almost like a construct of a, a big monster demon yeah. type thing. And it just and it's just way over the top. To and me now we have the Suicide Squad and we have the Teen yeah. Titans together looking yeah. for their freaking lost compatriots. Yeah. And, and you see that what it seems to be uh, leading to 
is at the point where it looks like that team, the Teen Titans combined with the Suicide Squad, may have to fight that Damien, that that crazy-ass Damien, or it's just one of the Crow. But I think it's the main one. When we saw that main one later, I don't Oh, yeah, I'll say, in my mind, the rest of these freaking Robins, they're almost like Dolatron Robins that are going out and about, but you do have the Batman who laughs, like, you know, his son, Damien, I think, is the main one that will lead who leads the Crows. And I think that they're going to end up, the Teen Titans Suicide Squad, what's left of them, will probably end up fighting him while the rest of them go through these rings and probably gather heroes along the way which again it seems like a See, i no. don't know it seems like the batman who laughs you know when we have the army of crows go out there led by this main damien crow yeah. freaking they like you know it was really ambiguous because they're just fighting and at the end when you see the batman Maybe. who laughs again he's going to switch up the game because you know these heroes are going through the rings too easily it looks like he has possessed both the suicide squad and the well, team yeah, Titans. Now, like, i actually think are those are dark yeah, I, again, I I thought of them being like some other crazy type I deal. I don't know well, because we, we never saw them get captured, so no. I don't know what's going on. I, originally, because, I thought the same thing you did, but I'm like, oh, we don't have these dark versions of these characters here. Because I don't know. Maybe they the freaking... can open up the doorway. Maybe they can make them. It's never spelled out. We don't no, know. I, but I, the way I took it finally, just because I couldn't see that, just because I have all the characters we had come out from the doorway, yeah. all the Batman thing, I just figured that these are somehow possessed versions of well, these Well, if they can we do had. that, then why doesn't he just possess the main guys who are know. walking through? Because if you can do that, it's, it's I, game well, I over. I don't know why he can do that at all. I don't know. But yeah, you have that going on. Just then. like Batman, Joker, Venom, I'm up. Well, then you go in. I'm telling you, the more we talk about it, my score is going down. Because <laughs> they go in and there's I'm where Oliver. You, the main story is not It's good. nonsense because there's Oliver and he's going. And, and in the Teen Titans issue of last week, he did set up like as he's going in, he's marking his way with arrows. I think that that's a waste of his arrows. He's going to end up with no arrows. But it's a yeah. way that he can backtrack and things like that. In the Teen Titans story, it was kind of funny because Harley showed up and had been collecting them. It actually made made me laugh. Now, he's doing it again, and Damien says, oh, what the hell are you doing? That's uh, you know, old-fashioned and uninspired like you. And he, that's where Oliver goes, you got a better idea? In case you haven't noticed, the farther along we go, the less anything invented after the Middle Ages works. When did we see that? Did, I, I where know. do we see that? All that is to me is a setup when they get to the Court of Our Armory to be able to say, hey, let's go to town with these weapons. There's no other – I never – what technology have they tried to use? Yeah, you can see maybe they're talking about what's around them, but what's around them is now encased in ice. It, I'm it, saying why we just fought make... the Riddler who had a Minotaur fucking mecha. Yeah, yeah, well, where are you getting this? And at the point, the funniest thing is in that panel, there's Damien trying to use like his, his comm and it's not working out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. You you set up something after you set it up. It's just nonsense. But yeah, they're going to go in, and it seems like that ball has sent them to Newhouse Park. <laughs> like, what is going on? Uh, but yeah, then you have a thing where I think also you have Tim Seeley, and this is where I think it's funny where you're reading an issue, and there's stuff that comes up that they're halfway through. They already have the art done, and he's like, you know what? I never thought that Killer Croc should not be in a Winter Wonderland. He won't be able to function in this. He is cold-blooded. 
And then so they just throw it in there. He sneezes where I didn't know what was going on. I thought he was I throwing thought he had up Godzilla snow. Atomic breath at yeah, first. I thought he was throwing up snow. And then it's so funny when he's like, huh, cold blood, man. I thought, is is he throwing up cold blood? And I'm like, oh, I'm so much of an idiot. He's cold blooded. But it's just out of nowhere. Know, even that, the whole idea, you know, he in my mind, he wouldn't be cold blooded. He was a boy who was a yeah, with scales. It would not change his physiology That's to the what point where going he becomes, I know, and it bothers me because yeah. I could be wrong. It just doesn't make sense to me, so, though. And, and really, as we go, every, each section, you could go hokey to the next hokey because then all of a sudden they see an owl statue. They they see this little owl. Hey, I thought Batman huh. got rid of all of these. Yeah, gems. they're like, Court of the Owls? Huh. I thought Batman got rid of it is what Damien – I thought he cleared these. He did. This is new. So that means you must be able to tilt it and open a door. <laughs> Why? Why would they do they, what is it supposed to be like? The Court of Owls is they they want to have like the old uh, Shakespeare like the fucking Shakespeare statue. Yeah, the Shakespeare That's all buff. it is. That's yeah. all it is. And it's so weird that they would have that there. So they're going to use that as they're getting attacked again by Mr. Freeze and more. Who of now has ice freaking you know, ice freaking spikes coming out of his arm. Yeah. He has two, he has freaking ice swords and freaking ice yeah. golems behind him. What's that's what he, he dreamt has the ability for. Just to freaking you know, shoot ice blasts shoot out of his ice hands. Blast. Yeah, that's what he wished for. To be able to shoot bastard. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's so unimaginable. And I wished for a new dress, too. Yes, yes, indeed. But, yeah, then we go outside again, uh, outside the labyrinth to the Teen Titans and the Suicide Squad, and this is them. And I I guess maybe I can go with that they did kind of get attacked by the crows. Uh, So, yeah, I can go with what you're saying. But you don't – it's not a good progression. But but as this goes – what you have to I, have. When I first read it, I had to say I actually had to sit down and think yeah. about the progression of events because I, I went the same way as you originally. You know what I went with? I went with what you said about those crows. I actually thought they were more of like a Dollatron type deal, yeah. but obviously I, I'm probably wrong because now I see they do get attacked, but you don't see them really going off with them. But in this, you do have to set up because it looks like y- they need to be kind of on friendly terms. So this is like a couple pages of them kind of getting along a little. Like bit. I like to think with Enchantress and Raven and Enchantress yeah, is like infatuated with Wyatt and shit like that. I thought yeah. that was a really cool progression because I'd like to see Raven and the Enchantress together. I think that yeah, sounds I would like a too. cool pairing. Yeah, and then they even say, like Starfire's like, we don't associate with criminals and assassins and Deadshot's like, and I don't usually hang out with grade schoolers and I want to know she where Deadshot like went no to school. Where'd he go to school? Because I want to enroll right Seriously. now. Uh, but then says... But Quinn and Croc are missing. So now, okay, they're going to team up. I'm getting there. Then you go to Beast Boy. He's transforming back. It's the fucking most hideous-looking thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, what's wrong, Aqualad? Because, yeah, Aqualad's like, hey, something's going on. I hear something. Hey, your fish scent's going off. No, no, no. The crows show up, and they do attack. And all you can think of, like you said, is they must grab them and take them back uh, to possess them or infect them, whatever it might be. But while they're, I while just want to know how they bypass the goddamn rings. I know. Well, we go past. We go back to the actual Gotham Resistance. Nightwing tells them to hit the statue while they're being attacked by Mister Freeze and these ice golems. They do. The door opens in like a mausoleum. That is the uh, entrance into what is the Court of Owls armory that seems to be set up by them ahead of time. And Nightwing says because of that, he thinks that, just that he on is the weapon. Level a Court yeah, of Owls it's armory. Just there. It's just there. And you know, the Court it, of Alice, they used to have these 
really elaborate yeah. freaking rooms set up in between floors of buildings yeah. and shit like that that were impossible to really get to it anyway. Now you just have a fucking like a room on a fucking street that you just turn a goddamn owl to get inside. Yeah. And and, and even they, they kind of go back and forth in this too where you have Nightwing and, and even some mentions of like the Court of Owls have been taken out. They've all been taken out. But the problem is Oliver dealt with them in the hard traveling hero. So and that's bullshit. The stuff that I know. The thing is, the Court of Owls we dealt with in Metal Number Two was not that was proper Court yeah. of Owls. Yeah. The stuff was we dealt not with in Hard Traveling Hero. Those yep. were wannabes trying to live up the glory days. Yeah, when yeah. They actually oh, were something. I-, I thought so as well, and I wish they would have spelled it out. But then Oliver's like, "Hey, the arrow. This looks like the ones I found when I was last in Gotham." But doesn't say like these are the owls that when I fought. I really do think that most people were like, "Listen, Ben, Ben Percy, you can play your game here with the Court of Owls. That's how the tie-in was with the Ninth Circle yeah. and and Batman being in Gotham." them and all that but yeah, they really weren't they seem like wannabes they really yeah. seem like they were cosplayers especially since they were all having everyone just dress up as talent hey, to run away hey a bunch of rich folks let's dress up like talent yeah, and let's dress homeless it. People, that's huh? not how it works cool it's not how it works but that's where they have these weapons and it's spelled out like this is the metal this stuff is what we can only assume one, one and, of the five metals of the mantle yeah, i would i would they, assume they, it's electrum because they if, strictly deal with electrum it seems yeah. like and you couldn't – to me, you I can say that I can go with the cards being Nth Metal because they seem to have come from even from the, the Dark, dark Multiverse. multiverse yeah. You can't have all these weapons be Nth Metal and be around because no. we were pretty much told on uh, the uh, Blackhawks Mountain that that sliver of Nth Metal was like the last pure piece that was around in the goddamn universe. So I do think that these are Electrum, and it's, it's enough to just say the metal. And yeah. the kind Robin and I encountered, I would think that that would be the Electrum. Electrum yeah. And he's like, now – uh, we're the only ones left to fight. And that's where Damien then stops. Fight? What fight? We wander blind and dumb when we should be looking for Batman. And God he's just yelling. And the Teen Titans question whether I can be trusted. Green Arrow believes I'm nothing more than a child playing dress-up. And you believing you know best, like always. And then he's like, well, you never doubt. What is wrong with you? And it's Damien, just so Damien, why do you have to become top. the worst book of every part? Yeah, uh, worst he, part of yes. every book you're in. He is. What is going on? They are making him. Maybe they're setting it up for him to die again. And they don't want people to like him anymore. But yeah, he says, listen, we're going to find him. We're going to find, you know, Batman. We're going to do it. And wherever he is, we'll find him like we did before, like family. And I like that. And I like the fact that Dick later says to us as narration, I was fucking lying. I don't know that we're going to be able to find. Oh him. yeah, that I was have great. No idea, but he wants to calm down. I'm, I, I'm telling you, the thing I really have to stress with this issue, because I'm telling you, for how much I'm bitching for when you hear my scores, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But the story is bullshit. The thing yeah. that makes this issue worthwhile is only Dick Grayson's narration. If you just read yeah. that, this is a really yeah, good it's story. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and it ties in a lot of things. But then outside this mausoleum, with an open door. Mr. Freeze is yelling, open the earth for me, my giants. I claim this realm and everything in it. No, just go through the door and yeah. shoot them with your powers there, Mr. Freeze. And then they come out and they start attacking. They look badass. I really like it. And they to look me, really badass. To me, this is – It is ridiculous. This is, it is ridiculous. This freaking armory, no, to this me, whole this is just to make it a very uh, – it's an amalgam of the beginning of uh, Metal where you had the oh, yeah. Justice League with uh, 
you know, on War World or that War World that that they were on fighting. I uh, it looks just like that to me, and it looks. I, just think, I think they're Harley trying to go great. with the whole Game of Thrones for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's that too. But yeah, where's Harley getting that domino mask? They have a red domino mask. I, down in my there? mind, that is just like she has paint and she fucking painted it on. Yeah, it's the whole idea where crazy. you know, okay, we're in this armory. That means I have to put on these furry shoulder pads and Green Arrow for yeah, some Green reason. Yeah, Green Arrow. I got it. It looks like he actually has a, a fucking fox shawl around yeah. him. He's like, he's a fancy boy now, Eric. And it looks it's like he grew his hair out for it, yeah, too. It's so ridiculous. Danian has horns coming out of it. Like, what is he doing? Where did you find all the stuff? Like the weapons and the armor, like the shield that fucking Dick's yeah, carrying? Yeah, that's fine. Like that. But what is all this other armor. stuff? All this other stuff that fits little boys and crocodile men is ridiculous. Yeah, and of course there you also have uh, Harley has to find a huge ass like a you know hammer, fucking yeah. over the head you know warhammer, but also then ties chains around her. She thinks she's spawn. Look at her with that hair. But yeah, they go they're just and wasting electrum left and right for this guy. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a fashion show they come out as, and uh, <laughs> that's where Victor Freeze is like, no, oh, the court's court armory, fashion show. The, the court's armory belongs to me. I want to be a fancy boy. I thought that when Nora came out, I would have looked great with that fucking fox around me. Yeah, it's just nonsense. And then they just start fighting. They just start fighting. And the fighting continues. Yeah. I'm telling just, you, I, yeah. Hate the, I hate this issue for what it is. <laughs> and now they're just, again, they're destroying these ice golems. But you have Mr. Freeze, who has a card that can make 7 million of these things. Why aren't they? Why isn't he doing this? He's just he fighting. Should, he should have wished for indestructible ice golems. Yeah, really. Just keep wishing. You know, and the whole thing then, it ends up being a... The sword. Now, the sword. Hit the sword. What? What? Because that actually is what appears to be Damien just hitting Mr. Freeze upside the head with the sword. Yep. I don't know what's going on. I, I nope. don't know what's going on here. Uh, but then they, they seem to defeat Mr. Freeze because of that. And then after all that, that fucking phantasm ball comes flying in because Oliver picks up. Oliver also looks like he's also braided his hair. Yeah, I'm Underneath, you, his hair I was see not what, this long when we started the arc. And when he grabs the card, I see braids underneath. Yep. They spend a lot of time. That armory, we didn't see. It also had a barber shop, and it got them. They they had a montage of fucking fashion show. <laughs> I could just see them. They're coming out, and that's it's the like whole thing. like Holly uh, Quinn walks out from behind the curtains and they keep giving thumbs down. No, that's what I'm saying. Up. Oliver comes out and he's got like red, and then, then no, no, no. They go in. I yeah. imagine Harley is the one who has the last say of how everybody looks. I I want this. I want the fashion show montage. I love those. It's makeover. It's a goddamn full makeover going on. I don't understand. Uh, they must have been in there a long time because Oliver's hair really grew long and Damien grew horns. But... And it seemed that Harley shaved the back of her head. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And this ball comes, the phantasm ball just comes and grabs the card out of, of Green Arrow. And whisks it away. And whisks it away because it's magnetic, whatever the case may be. I don't know what's going on. And that's where Oliver turns around. And he's like, we're playing someone's game. No, you're playing fucking fashion show, it seems. Uh, we're running their maze, and they've got the advantage. They can see it from above. H how do you know this? Like, where I are you know. getting this? But then that's where you do have a pretty cool thing where Nightwing and is thinking to himself. I'm and telling what's you, this, um, for, for as much as I hate the battle, I'm telling you, the Nightwing narration, like opening up the Dr. Hurt story in the Barbados and going back to the Court of the Owls and the election, and everything that he's been through to leading to metal – when we get to this point here where they have defeated Mr. Freeze and like this, this, he describes it as a drumbeat in his head, keeps saying Barbados over and over in his head. And like back when he first got cut by that 
Dark Blade or that Black Blade. Yeah, yeah. He saw all these freaking bad versions of himself from the like different multiverse versions of himself, like making bad decisions, a darker version. Yep. And now he's seeing everything that led to the uh, like Barbados entering this yeah. world. So like this is yeah. The mistake. He sees the vision of exactly what happened too. So yeah, he is definitely two, connected. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely connected. And before he even says about you know Bruce was the doorway. You know maybe I'm the weapon, and maybe it is a setup. Maybe we'll see. But boy, in, in goofy books like this, I wish it was a little more important. But yeah, then after that we go to what appears to be the Batman who laughs, where he's yep. getting the the bird comes down. He's like, oh, speak, my little bird. That's a what bat. Does I don't know why people keep saying bird. Yeah, well a bat. But he comes down and they're like, oh, you know, so I guess that was possibly the crow that saw them and, you know, the other team or that they saw what just happened. And I don't know, because then all of a sudden you hear this scree, scree, scree. And you go, that's not how we wanted the game. It transforms into a ball. Yeah. And it looks like but again, it looks like he goes over to a locked up Cell. I don't know how this goes from one place to the other where they're locked in the cell because then he opens up the lock and he's like, we must deal them a new hand of cards. And it is these bat versions of the Teen Titans and the Suicide Squad. And the one that makes me laugh the most, you have these and they really want to show you these mouths of these. Oh, yeah. The dead shot. So dead shot. Why is this mask? It's open. You have to see them fangs, dude. The fucking thing is open so you can see the fangs. I'm like, are you kidding me? But yeah, that's. How I don't know. It is. Maybe maybe the fucking Batman who laughs has his own freaking deck of wishing this cards and he wished for was. evil versions. I yeah, don't know. But the thing is, this is from the progression be. of where we were. It seemed like they got all of our uh, Suicide Squad just, and the Teen if Titans. If it is, you didn't have any. Go- you didn't have a good progression of I know, what's going terrible. on here. It's like he wished them before and held them out. But if you're gonna do that as well, though, wouldn't you have a Damien and a Nightwing part of this as well? If you're gonna be able to wish anything, but so we'll see. We'll see how it since, ties since in. Since it is everyone that's not that's where you, I can go with you. I have to say that these yeah, are I can possessed go with versions them, of the characters that we have possessed here. captured versions, but they do look like you know what does it, what makes them these versions that end I up looking know. like crows, uh, you know of that. But yeah, and then it says next in Suicide Squad number twenty six. Welcome to Poison Ivy's Jungle. So I would guess that I mean, are we just gonna have? It'll be weird because if most of the Suicide Squad are possessed here then we go off to the suicide squad book with basically only harley and croc from yeah. that own book in the the deal and in my Seems mind we bring odd. in black canary and batgirl onto the yeah, we'll see i don't know the, the problem is is i think that maybe they're they have their own tie-in later and maybe they'll maybe. Want to wait for that so we'll have to see what's going on but it also throws in a lot because recently Poison Ivy has been dealing with the Birds of Prey and has yeah, been she's kind been of good. good. Yeah, so how is she getting this and what is she doing? And I know a certain lady on Twitter who is oh, probably yeah. going to freaking flip her lid. That's, what I, that's all this. I thought of when I got to the yeah. end of this book and I saw what's coming up next. Like, oh, yeah. shit. So hopefully we find out for her sake that Poison Ivy is tricked into this or something. But I don't think that's the case. I think that Poison Ivy is offered cards. She's going to turn basically – you know, the next ring will just be jungle, and they'll have yeah. to fight through, you know, Venus fly traps and things, Eric. And it'll such just such a stupid and fucking again, premise. It'll just be the worst premise ever, and it really is. And with how, yeah, the whole metal deal. So the last issue, especially, a lot of fun. 
Oh, this yeah. is not that type of This is just goofiness that's not that fun. Yet we still found ways to enjoy it. But the overall story of these rings is is one of the worst concepts that I've seen in just something terrible. that's supposed to be important. It's just ridiculous, but we'll see how it goes. What did you give this, Aaron? I really love the art in this issue. I think that the fucking premise, the whole story, all of our characters' interactions are pretty much garbage. Yeah. But you like the, the thing Nightwing is, stuff. big old butt there. Everything Ooh, dealing with Nightwing elevated this fucking book to me and like higher than I could ever imagine. It's like you know, I went in this. I had just read the Teen Titans, like Gotham Resistance Part One, yeah. so I could read this. And I hated that Teen Titans. I got in this. That Nightwing narration made the entire book enjoyable for me. It made me freaking go back and think that maybe I was wrong about previous Nightwing arcs. Maybe. And this made me think that the character, you know, of Nightwing, even with this new look we'll he has see here, which wait I really to, Wait love, to see how it ties up. Well, let's wait to see how but this goes. For this issue, though, for what they set up and what they like call back to and freaking expand upon, I had to give it a 7.8 out of 10 yeah, because well, I really found myself enjoying it. The thing about it is I want to see any of this Nightwing stuff actually happen in the metal books. Uh, right. you can t- we can go through all these tie-ins and they could do whatever they want until I see it in the metal proper series. Uh, I'm going to say that they forced some shit in here and whatever. And I did like the Nightwing but stuff. But it works. I did. Yeah, it works. But I, I need it to mean something more than just it thrown in here when they armor themselves up with the, you know, Court of Owls stuff. This is so fucking we'll stupid. See. We will see. But I can't give it as, as good a score as you did. There's no I, way. that The whole really premise excited. is so bad. The whole premise of this is a joke. This is better than the Teen Titans one. Not much to me because it's just goofiness. And all I can think of is you have a card, Mr. Freeze. You could do whatever you want. Just make them disappear. It seems, but we don't have any rules with it. And I know Eric Shea likes rules. So I love I, I, rules. I can't give this more than a 6.5 is, is okay, what I'm, I'm going to give I'm it. saying, though, that's the thing is this book, I'm telling you. Buy this book. Just read the Nightwing narration and be yeah. done. Maybe look at some pretty pictures. I don't think it's worth. I don't think it's worth the price for that. On the freaking <laughs> art, and I love the colors in this book. The premise is fucking garbage, though, yeah, and they're not getting anything decent. So out of stupid, it, except for the Nightwing narration. Yeah, oh, that's the spotlighter. That is the spotlight. Fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It is. It's <laughs> the worst premise. There's rings around. You got rings around the goddamn Magic fucking Challengers Mountain God. that just showed up. First off, it was goofy to have Challengers Mountain just show up in Gotham. Then you have these rings out of nowhere. Goodness oh, God. gracious. You want to hear what we're going to talk about next this week? I almost said next week. This week on the podcast, Eric. Uh, we have a lot of books again. And you will be there for all of it, and including the intro and the mail and everything, Eric. But this is what we have. We have Aquaman number 28. Uh, Reggie will join us to talk about that. We have Batman 31, the penultimate issue of the War of Jokes and Riddles. I know that Eric Shea thinks that that's a comic book. We uh, will not have Batman the Red Death number one. That is actually the Patreon-only spotlight. So if you want to hear that, you can go over to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash weirdscience and support us and get other shows as well. We have Batwoman number seven. I know Dan was not so hip on that. We have Green Arrow number 31 that ends the hard-traveling hero arc. And I will tell you when we talk about that, Eric, you're going to hear me say a lot of similar things that why you like this Nightwing issue we just talked about on the spotlight, where the the story is a little ridiculous, but there was something you know some things that tied me into liking it. We have Green Lanterns number thirty one that ends, which is the our Vol out of Thum time Hill, finale. Right? 
Yeah, that ends the out-of-time deal. We have Harley Quinn number 28, Eric. Who knows what's going on there? Who knows? We'll have Reggie to talk about with that. We have Justice League 29, which continues the legacy arc, and I'm still impressed with that. I'll Kids of the Justice League. We I'm have all Nightwing, about it. Yeah, we have Nightwing number 29, and anybody who is not reading Justice League or read the last issue and were upset that you didn't see Aquaman or also upset that there wasn't a lot of action, you get both in this issue, so you may enjoy this one a Boosh. little more. You have Nightwing number 29 that we just talked about, the metal time. We have Super Sons number 8 that uh, you'll get a little better Damien. And that than good. what we've had, so that that's was what I good. need is a little better, Damien, just a little yep, bit, just a little bit. We have Superman number thirty-one with James Bonney and Tyler Kirkham joining in. Eric, the you team want a two-part Deathstroke yeah, story, doing it's really de- fun. They were the Deathstroke team that we liked in the new Fifty-Two as well. So that's and one good. thing I'll just tell you about that is that I love Tyler Kirkham doing the Superman characters, but I really love him doing Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it just seems to fit. And uh, we'll have Jeremy will be uh, joining himself. I almost said us, but he'll be talking to himself <laughs> about the wild himself. storm. The wild storm number I seven. I joined myself earlier. Well, yeah, really. Uh, the wild storm number seven, which got a score on our site that is the highest score that I think we've had on the site in a couple of years. So uh, wow. he really, really liked it. We have Trinity number 13, Eric. That is Rob Williams and the Kenneth Marion, it says on my little app here. The, the, the Kenneth the Marion. The Kenneth Marion, who, if you have been following our podcast and know that we had been in the Green Arrow book a couple times, V Ken has put us into Trinity as well. And once again, we're being chased and... <laughs> And almost died. And, and may possibly have died. And Eric has his headband. It looks awesome. And it looks great. I'm very, very happy because when things like this happen, it, you kind of get a little worried ahead of time. I said me and you are big fans of James Bonney, and he's such oh, yeah. a nice guy. And so when we found out he was going to do a Superman Deathstroke you know, tie-in deal, a two-issue arc, uh, you kind of sometimes get afraid. Like, oh, my God, you know what? James Bonney is such a nice guy. I hope it's good. I hope that I like the issue because you don't want to give something, but you would. Oh, no. But yeah. you like the issue. The same thing with V. Ken doing, uh, putting us in Trinity. I have been up and down with the whole, you know, dark le- legacy or whatever, the, the whole thing that's going on with the Pandora pits and all this stuff. I have to tell you, this issue really writes the ship a bit with that as well. It has and, you know, really even if it didn't, fucking V. Kim Marion's art is never awesome. wrong. Yeah, no, the art's always awesome. But I was hoping that I liked the issue as well. And I yeah. did like it a little more. There's uh, some good things from uh, Constantine, a uh, reference to De La Soul, Eric, and you know me. Yeah, that's weird. what I like I'm telling you that's one of, one of my favorite things i'm reading i'm like who the fuck references <laughs> De La Soul? You you alone. i was like holy moly I, I even tweeted rob williams who doesn't follow us eric i, I don't know that he likes us but I, I said what's next the fat boys but yes and then the last one is wonder woman conan so, number so rob one. williams never got back to you is what no you he did not that's what <laughs> you, you basically i ended that conversation with one you know sentence but uh i did say actually it started out i said holy crap my favorite reference to de la soul this week is in trinity and he actually said oh uh, cool i'm glad you liked it or something or like every week needs a de la soul reference something like that and i what is next the fat boys the fucking crickets 
That's all. I'm the I'm the killer of dreams and conversations, Aaron. She's just but, reading uh, your fucking tweet. Shut up, clown. Yeah, he's like, what a dick. But yeah, <laughs> the last deal is uh, Wonder Woman Conan, number one, the Gail Simone Aaron Lopresti book that I believe is going to be a bonus Patreon spotlight. I haven't decided. We'll see how I'm going to do it or how it's going to be. Or who and shows then, up to do it with you? That's what I'm saying. If I do it alone, I think that that really makes it a bonus Patreon spotlight. I don't like to be on the podcast, uh, the full podcast by myself talking about yeah. a book it seems weird so we'll see if reggie wants to join in and we talk about it maybe it will be on the regular podcast that's going to be up for grabs eric that's a wild card that oh. is that's a wild does, does card. it grant yeah, you wishes it grants you wishes but you can only do very cliched wishes that go right in with your cliched character so there all right so i'm gonna so, have a freaking whole ring of he-mans and yeah, i was gonna say you'll have a whole ring of horror movie cassette tapes that you can throw at me and he-man characters that while might look impressive they're only little so i step on them so you lose. you lose Eric. but that's it that's the spotlight uh yeah come and visit us on our patreon account or you know at least come and listen to the main podcast on sunday and we'd appreciate that wouldn't we eric sure. we'd do it all for the people's all for the peoples. Oh, the peoples. All for the peoples and then their jobs, and they can listen to a long podcast at their cardboard box factory. But what do we say at the end there? Turn that spotlight off. Oh!